This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you had to pick a, the perfect one for Belly, who was the main character, who would you pick? Oh, Conrad, because I feel like Jeremiah was like purposefully doing stuff to like sabotage Conrad and like make him not as appealing to what was her, Belly. Yeah. I hate that I'm talking about this. I hope you know that. Let's take a breath. Hey guys, I'm Cindy Litwako, and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I sit down with people you may have seen on your TV screens, experts in their fields, or just people I find inspirational so that they have a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. We struggled to hit record on this episode, not for any extreme reasons, just because we are bad at technology and I decided that I wanted a microphone upgrade and I wanted Nick to have his own microphone when he gets to be a special co-host guest like he is once a month. And I thought I'd get really technical and cool about it. Um, but we spent probably an hour trying to just get these things plugged in and we could be still wrong, but we're just going with it. So that's where we're starting from today. Nick, how are you feeling? Um, I've, I've had better days. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very DIY podcast. I'm trying my best. I'm learning as I go, but I don't have a producer or anyone helping me. <laughs> Just you when you feel chivalrous. I'm pretty sure that I got us up and running today <laughs> with little to no experience about how any of this works. I've never even heard of a, Zenca- a Zencaster until about an hour ago. So here we are. Thank you for helping me. I think we need a deep breath before we get into all the things we're going to talk about nope. today. I do personally. So just let's to, take a breath. <laughs> you just need to power through it. Okay. So it's going to be another one of those episodes where we talk about all of the things and we kind of see where this hour is going to take us. It's like us inviting you into our home to hang out with us because we're a really good time. Ask around. Well, that's my line. So <laughs> anything. Get your Anything that I say that's funny now is just me repeating what you say or lines that you have used. So I have no none of my own material anymore. That's okay. But I am funnier now because I'm around you all the time. So I'm winning here. Um, but today we are going to talk about what we've been up to lately, what's been going on with us, and then a lot of the TV shows that we've been watching, which I'm sure you guys have been watching too. We're just going to go for it. Nick, you've been traveling a lot lately. You're back at it. You're back on. Yeah. <laughs> Does he look tired, everybody? Um, you're back on the road, living the road life. We, you and I switched places where I left for two months and I was traveling every day. And now you are back to traveling. Not every day. <laughs> I'm not gone for three months. I'm gone for a day. And then I come back As to you can my see- family. As you can see, we barely survived those two months and three, three. It was not three. It felt like three. It was two and a half. I mean, cause you left early. Yeah. So Nick is now back on the road. How does it feel to be back? You're traveling for work again. You get to see people in person. You get to be in the field. How's it feel? I mean, the projects that I'm working on are awesome and the teams 
uh, of people that I get to work with are have been really cool and really fun to work with and easy to work with. So that's made it easier. But um, traveling has not gotten any easier. It's, it's, it's gotten worse. harder. Um, yeah, I mean, I got stuck in Minneapolis last week and was not prepared for that. I had an easy like layover in Minneapolis for about an hour and then head home and ended up missing my connection, scrambling on last Thursday night, right? To get a hotel at 11 o'clock or 1030, 11 o'clock at night. Don't have a rental car, so I have to get an Uber. So it was fun. Didn't miss that aspect of, tra- of traveling, but, uh, I guess it's a nice change of pace. Gives her a break from me. So yeah, it gives Dixie and I girl time. Dixie's a tomboy. She doesn't need girl time. <laughs> Dixie's a girl's girl. Don't get it twisted. She's like Icebox from uh, Little Giants. If you've ever seen that, explain that reference because I don't Icebox? get it. Icebox. Icebox is the coach's daughter, and she's a tomboy. So she starts playing. She wants to play football with like she wants to play for her dad, but. The quarterback that they that just moved to town, she has a crush on, and she wants to impress him. And typically, he goes after the cheerleading types. So she tries to become a cheerleader, tries to become a girly girl, but deep down, she's not a cheerleader. She's a football player. She's Icebox. And you're saying that Icebox is Dixie? Yeah. Kind of like Hayden Penetier and Remember the Titans. Yes. Another, Which, that was a good reference. Really? Oh, I'm proud of myself. What would you say is a travel tip? Anything you picked up from this road life of yours? Expect the unexpected. It used to be that, you know, 52 minute layover was not a big deal. Actually, the perfect amount of time because you, you know, maybe it's even if it takes 30 minutes to get off of the plane, which sometimes that does happen. You still have 22 minutes to get to the next gate before the plane takes off. That's plenty of time. Nowadays, don't schedule any amount of layover less than an hour and a half and fly at weird times of the day. Like either fly really early in the morning or fly last flight out at night and try to be, try to take as many direct flights as possible. Cause that's where you get, that's, that's where shit gets hairy is when you have to make connections and whatever. So fly direct if possible, extend the now the new recommended layover time and just go ahead and prepare for the unexpected because it's going to happen. Before I met you, I was a traveler who arrived to the airport and had to skip the security line and tell people my flight's about to leave because I was so late. That was me going to the airport. Now we're like eight hours early. We're there before we even need to be there. We got clear. We're doing all of the things. One of my biggest pet peeves Okay, I know we've done this segment quite a bit, and this is not really a segment. This is just me telling you what my biggest pet peeve is. Probably number one is people who like fail to prepare for something and then try to make it somebody else's problem. Like, for instance, people who get pissed at me for not letting them skip in line at the airport because they're about to miss their flight. That's oh, on you. you. Don't let them skip. Not my problem. I'm in a hurry too. Everybody here is in a hurry. We're at the airport. the 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 plane's not gonna it's not gonna wait for us. It's taking off regardless. So everyone's trying to make it to their flight on time because you decided to sleep in and not have any accountability. You're not gonna make that my problem. You're not gonna stress me out. You've ever heard of paying it forward? No, I absolutely have paid it forward, and I've heard of paying it forward. But if you plan, if you fail to plan, don't make that my problem. It's not my stress. See, I would have hated you in the line back in the day. You probably, well, if I saw you, I would probably, yeah. Oh, yeah? You need help with your bag? (laughs) Same thing like driving. If you like fly up on my ass and I take a little bit extra time getting out of your your way and you get pissed, like don't get pissed at me. You're the one who's late. I again was that person. Sure, I don't know what you're going through, but you don't know what I'm going through. Like you could just be an asshole driver. Don't make that my problem that you're late. I'm always late. Have some accountability. What? How do you feel about the people who stand up on an airplane before at the very back? They're in row 32D and they're ready to go. Should be. I mean, they should be put in prison. There should be a special place in hell for this. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just I mean, like it doesn't make it doesn't do anything. Like unless you have a like restless leg syndrome and you absolutely need to stand up, which you're given plenty of time throughout the flight to stand up. Like even if the seatbelt sign is on and you're and you're having rough air, like people still go get up and like rock a piss in the middle of the flight. Like it's not they're not going to arrest you if you stand up. So like don't act like you don't have time throughout the flight to stretch your legs a little bit. Also, those people are the ones who have a connecting flight like you. Like, do you think that there should be an unwritten rule that if you have a 50 minute connect connection between one flight to the next, that you should be allowed to get off the plane first? I mean, I would love for that to happen, but you're going to have a situation where unless like the flight attendants are calling people out by seat, like, you know, Nick Weeby and seat, whatever, 22B, we know that you're, you have a connecting flight. If you'd like to head to the front of the plane now and exit before everyone else, and then you have the option to do that. I knew I knew that I was missing my connection, and I just sat there in my seat. Like, I would have let everybody go, because what, what am I going to do? I don't have anywhere to go, and I missed my flight. So Yes, yeah, so welcome back from your travels. Thank you for taking one for the family. Someone's got to do it. I never say when you're out of the house because I'm afraid. I always get extreme anxiety when you're not here. Even though I live by myself for years, whenever you're not in the house, I just get really nervous. So I check like the downstairs, make sure it's locked. I don't go on social media and say that you're not in town. And then I have anxiety for most of the night and I don't really sleep, sleep well. But then Dixie wakes me up way early. So he's the one that will wake up with Dixie. He's the morning guy. So when we have kids one day, you're going to be that morning guy. I'll be the nighttime nurse. You'll be the morning guy. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I can't wait to edit this out. <laughs> I cannot wait to edit all of the things that you just said out. My favorite thing to do, you making my job that much harder. Those are for Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's going to have his own separate playlist. Kevin is your brother of just all the things I've edited out that we're just going to send him. We'll give it to him for his like birthday present. Kevin is my brother. How do you know that? <laughs> I'm telling the people who are listening to us who don't know who the hell Kevin is. You did do your research, didn't you, before I came on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to really stalk my guests, and I, I did learn that Kevin is your brother. Wow. Kevin Weeby, everybody. One other thing that I want to go over before we jump into a little game we're going to play is that Dixie is having a friend come over this weekend. We're babysitting her friend, Mots. I'm a little scared that she's going to be pissed and think that we got a new puppy. That's what I'm a little afraid for. I don't think so. I think she would love to have a friend or a sibling. Are you saying I should get pregnant? No. <laughs> God, no. What? No, I was talking about a dog. Oh. Another dog. Yeah, I think she craves like playtime, and I don't think obviously we don't give her enough of that. Mm -hmm. So we were this close to adopting another dog this week or last week. Is that dog still available? I don't know. So Nick's old roommate slash coworker slash friend um, just got a new bulldog and slash my new boss. <laughs> A lot of slashes. He wears a lot of hats. Um, they just got a new bulldog from the same people that we got Dixie from. And there was one more left in the litter. And he wanted us to adopt it. And I was very, very close. I mean, you don't tell me twice. If you say cute puppy, new gift, I'm here. I'm here for it. Um, but you said no. <laughs> I mean, dude, people don't realize how much work a puppy is. So... I don't think we're cut out for two dogs right now. Right now. Yeah. We both have a lot going on, so. Like trying to record podcasts. Yeah, um, like we can't even, <laughs> don't even get me started on another dog. <laughs> yeah, we can't handle two microphones, let alone two, let alone two dogs. So. I also have never, I've only been gifted dogs as they were full grown. and I never, I never had to deal with the puppy stage. So to me, it just seems like easy, easy breezy because they're already trained and. 
fully in their habits when I get a hold of them. But the puppy stage is fun, but it's also a ton of work because it's a dog who is not quite hasn't quite figured out yet that it like can it could kind of take care of itself. It is a wild animal at its core, at the cellular level. It is a wild animal. Zoology but, today. Um, don't use big words with me. <laughs> but yeah, when they're in that puppy stage, you're just like they look to you for everything. They don't know when they're supposed to eat. They don't know how much they're supposed to eat. They don't know how fast they're supposed to eat. It's just a lot of work. And they then- go to the bathroom where they sleep. I mean, it's not. We're not dealing with a fully developed being yet. And then there comes a time where they start dictating everything that you do. Where now we live our life by what Dixie tells us to do. If she wants to get up out of bed, we have to get up out of bed. If she needs to go to the bathroom, we have to get up. If she wants to eat right now, she's going to eat right now. Or she'll annoy the crap out of you until you get up and feed her. Or if she wants to go to bed at 7 p.m., we're going to bed at 7 p.m. Because she will sit and stare at us until we until she breaks us down. Yeah, you just, you like just don't have the energy to fight it. So you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever. It's a lot like that. marriage, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you just at some point you're just like, ah, yeah, that's whatever. That's fine. That works. I don't have the energy to fight with you right now about it or even offer up a different a differing opinion. So, sure. I mean, that's <laughs> Let's sounds, eat there. <laughs> that sounds like a good future for me. It sounds like I have I get to make a lot of the decisions. <laughs> Sounds yeah, great. I mean, it's already started. Don't, yeah, don't get it twisted. It's already, we're there. And I don't think a ring's going to change anything. Okay. Let's move on from that. <laughs> let's, play, let's play a game. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Nick loves games. Everything that we do on this podcast is everything he loves to do. Sit and talk to me for an hour. Play games. Give advice. So we're going to play a game um, because until you tell me of other things that we can talk about, we're just going to go with what I want to do. Like I said, it's us inviting you to our home. This is what it looks like on a daily basis here. I call the shots. So have you seen that thing on TikTok where everyone says she's a 10, but, or he's a seven, but have you seen those videos? Don't lie. (laughs) I really haven't. I even got prepped for this section. (laughs) Well, if you're keeping up with the kids, I'm doing. <laughs> that's what they're talking about. That's what, that's what they're doing. As soon as you said we're going to play a game, my asshole puckered because I remembered that you said that we were going to do this, and I completely forgot. <laughs> and you had hours to prep. I also have hours of work to do. So, well, here, here we, we are. are. Time with me is priceless. So we're going to play that game where I say something that a girl would do, but, and then you say what a guy would do. So you're going to figure it out in the moment. They're probably going to be better than mine. You ready to play? Mm, I guess. You get the rule? Not really. They get the rules though. So basically I'm going to say she's a blank, but she does this. What? And then you'll say, what number is she now based on the details I revealed to you? Okay. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. First one. She's a 10, but she snores. 11. (laughs) Why someone I know snores a lot, and I'm not talking about Dixie. So you know, you were snoring really loud last night. That's really loud. Literally, just saying this for the episode. No, I like shook you. I was still reading, so I let you have it. But Dixie, it was I got the surround sound. Let me have it. Like I can't snore one day out of the year. I get, oh man. What? Tell him. I get tortured 365 days out of the year. From what? From you snoring. It's not that bad. It is that bad. I feel like I'm in Guantanamo Bay. Should I go to a doctor? Does it help when I wear the nose strips? Does it help? I don't know because I don't know when you put the nose strips I on. haven't been wearing them. because. Okay, well then no. I didn't feel like it was doing anything. We'll go back to the nose strips. We'll try. Please try anything. Well, I was going to tape my mouth. Also try moving that knee out of my leg. I was going to tape my mouth. <laughs> we love each other i was gonna take my mouth and open up my nose because it was recommended to me and i saw people were doing that but i'm a little afraid that there's gonna be a news headline next the next day girl kills herself on accident by taping her mouth shut to try to stop snoring no one said tape your mouth shut Someone never told you to do that people have been doing it 
Okay. People have been smoking for a lot of years too. They, they don't want to breathe out of their mouths. So in order to do that, they'll tape their mouths. Yeah. People also used to give their children whiskey if they were teething. But we now know probably not a great idea. Everyone turned out okay. okay. That was a long time ago. Um, she's a seven, but she doesn't close cabinets. Ooh, god damn. Uh, she's single is what she is. <laughs> I'm surprised. Was I just like really well behaved when I first moved in here? What do you mean? Like when I first got here, do you remember? Did you just not see me doing the things that you had like rose colored glasses on? Honestly, if we're being honest, yeah. Like I didn't care because I was like, I really like this girl. And I just, I don't think I paid attention to it enough. Like, or I just figured like, I guess I didn't, we weren't together long enough for me to realize that this is not just like an accident. This is a habit. <laughs> she didn't just make a mistake. She, she, she formed a habit. Because <laughs> I don't remember. Well, I remember being here initially and I wasn't like trying to be the cool girl and not do my bad habits. I feel like I fully was myself. So you just Which is what I wanted, but at the same time, like. Eventually, I'm going to be like, that bothers me. And I don't think I can not tell her anymore. Yeah. Any I'll, longer. You've installed uh, soft clothes on all the cabinets because I was slamming them too. When I yeah. That's, that was like, I've never seen someone just take complete extremes. Like she either leaves the cabinet open or she damn near splits it in half by closing it. I don't even know what camera to look okay. at right now. <laughs> it's like we're on a, um, like the Today Show. We're like, camera oh. one, camera two. <laughs> <laughs> this is high production quality here. We've got a full studio going out of this office. High quality shit we're talking. <laughs> um, okay, now you go with the guy. He's um, a one, but. He's, he's a 10, but he drives a loud Honda Civic with an aftermarket exhaust. <laughs> Like, I can't stand that. I don't think I've ever seen a guy that's a 10 drive a car like that. <laughs> Sorry. Good call. Um, so no, that's a, a dumb 10, one. That means he's a five. I'll, I'll give him a five then. I don't know. What's the deal with people? Can you get into the psyche of someone who needs to rev their engine and <laughs> produce noise from their car? Is it just a bad car or are they doing something physically to make that noise happen? No, I mean, are you talking about like the loudness of the exhaust? Like that's a, no, it's something they definitely did unless it's a shitty car. Like that's something that they installed to sound like that. You literally, it's like when you had your bike back in the day and you'd clip a, a card to it. So it made that motor sound. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They, they added something to the card to produce that sound. Yes. That's so dumb. I mean, it's like, a hey, look at me. Listen to me. I'm loud. I have power now. You have a shitty car and it sounds horrible. My favorite thing that you do, um, anytime we hear one of those drive by, you go, that dude has a huge hog. <laughs> Every time. I mean, I can't even imagine what it must be like to look for pants. <laughs> you want to talk about a burden? Whatever is between that individual's legs. I just, I feel for him. That guy, God damn it. The, just the burden that he must feel every day. Um, she's an eight, but she dated your brother. She's an eight, but she dated my brother. Before she dated you. Do I know that she dated my brother? Yeah. Uh, I'm a shitty brother. So what does that make her? What number would you give her? Well, if it was in high school, that makes her a Jersey chaser. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, it makes her a psychopath. Like, why would you want to date somebody's brother? I feel like, especially the younger version of the like uh, the younger brother. Maybe when you blossomed, you know, they're like, "Oh, young Weeby, it's looking pretty good." Maybe I had both weebies. Honestly, no, that never I, happened. If I was a guessing woman, I would say there were some girls out there that wanted to date both of you, like a younger girl. It's like, oh, I would love to date one of the weeby brothers or both. 
Yeah, but they didn't, is what I'm saying. So you guys never dated the same No, person. that doesn't, no. That would never happen. It happens in shows. In shows. <laughs> no, that wouldn't happen. I mean, just this episode of The Bachelor, there was twins that came on to date the two women. Well, I guess that's two women, but there have been twins that have come on the show before to date the same guy. Also, again, a show. Like... It doesn't happen. A reality TV like show. Like if, if those two dudes went up to, to a girl in real life and like, hey, we'd like we'd like to both date you. The girl would be like, um, no. But if the roles were reversed and it was a guy and two girls came up to them, then he'd be like, yeah. I think like. <laughs> Let's date. Hollywood would have you believe that that's how most guys would be. But like <laughs> one girlfriend is enough work in some cases. Like, why would you want to have to, why would you double that? You say, you're saying it's just too much work. Like, we always talk about it. Like, the anxiety that somebody must feel to, like, step outside of their marriage. Like, imagine doubling that anxiety. Like, if you're a piece of shit and you're dating two girls, like, imagine having to live with double the anxiety. Not one person's going to find out and get pissed. There's two. People like to live on the edge like that. They want to, most people are called assholes i actually had a friend who was dating a guy he had a full other family she found out later on i don't know how like how do you keep that many secrets Cheating's one thing but to have like a full family that you're having would, to report to i would check his backyard what does that mean i would check his but i'm sure he has his body's buried in his backyard okay. we're exaggerating a little no. here. um do one for me <laughs> he's a six but he's not into sports Oh, 12. <laughs> Dude, no. Yeah, he times it by two. That's sports math. I mean, I, I appreciate... <laughs> I do... My brother doesn't like sports. I appreciate... Your brother played sports. Not by choice. Yeah, but... Okay, your brother played sports because he knew that he was better than everyone, and it wasn't really about like winning for him. It was just him probably showing people like... This is, I don't even like doing this, and I'm still better than this of you. Yeah, that would really piss people off. That's an alpha move. I, I love it. Yeah, it is an alpha move. He may not want to admit that that's an alpha move, but it is. Respect it. She's a six. I'll say she's a seven, but she wears a ton of makeup, like a lot of makeup. Well, then she's really a four. Like she's. You're not a big makeup guy. Yeah, I was going to say, if she's a six and she wears a ton of makeup, then. Even with the makeup, she's not a six. <laughs> like she, yeah, that's not a good look. Like it's those transition videos. Very that deceiving that you see of people with no makeup on, like the ones that are really crazy on TikTok, where they're completely different people. Those blow my mind. I don't understand. And well, what I don't understand is like sometimes, even when they're completely different people, like they look better without makeup on. Why are you putting so much makeup? Like, you, you, you're naturally pretty. Like, why are you putting so much makeup on? Yeah. There's a girl that takes, like, a wad of foundation in her hand and goes like this. Uh, and just white, it just layers it. And it, she does a beautiful job. She's really good at makeup. But it's just so much makeup. Can't breathe. I just don't feel like it's worth it. I used to spend so many hours getting ready. Like, I spend a lot of time getting ready now. But times that by, I would... Me and my friend Casey would get excited about spending the whole day getting ready. Like I could spend a whole entire day getting ready. Like as if every party I was going to was my wedding. That's how I would get ready for things because it was fun. I don't know what we were doing for that many hours. Can't relate. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me one. Um, I can go again. He's a... Yeah, go again because I'm getting to the point right now where... Oh, God. <laughs> I need you to stick with me. I need you to take a breath. Um, she's an eight, but she loves to talk about politics on social media, like constantly, every topic. And she's I'm not interested because <laughs> I don't care either way. If you whatever way you lean, don't care. Don't want to hear it. Yeah. You can vote on people who have the ability to change the world, but you're not going to change my mind. Even if I agree with you, I probably will change my mind. How to spike. Out of spite. That's what we're dealing with. Um, she's a four, but she's flexible. Hmm. Like schedule wise or. <laughs> um, probably about a eight. 
Oh, that. Well. I mean, she's probably she's flexible. She probably is active and enjoy like as takes care of her body. And I mean, yeah, you don't have to completely go towards the sexual angle. Most people do. Well, it's all you had to show guys in like middle school that you could do the V sit really well, and they were like, "Oh, oh, the hell the V sit is!" But <laughs> you didn't do the V sit and reach. You sit down, you put your legs in front of you, you have like a ruler that measured. You take two oh, yeah. tips and you lean forward. I beat most of the girls in my class. Sports, yeah. On the V-sit and reach, you beat most yeah. girls? surprising to me because you don't have very limber hamstrings. Yeah, I do. We're going to test this out later. Yeah. I actually don't have very flexible hamstrings. That's not the, where my flexibility It's my, Mine goes outward. But we don't need to keep talking about that. It's weird, yeah. <laughs> Um, a couple more. I don't like it. Change the topic. Um, she's a 10, but she was one of your mom's cheerleaders or is one of your mom's cheerleaders. Don't do that. <laughs> then she's off limits, <laughs> according to Linda. Um, she's a five, but she loves The Bachelor. Well, is this pre you or pre or post you? This is pre me. I mean, every, I mean, every girl that you really talk to and anyone who's listening to this podcast probably watches the bachelor yeah so that's a next one she's a six but she hates country music i feel like in my case it should be she's a 10 but she hates country music oh i'm a 10 talking about you like in your case doesn't this is just what the cards are saying oh no i said the cards as in what she wrote (laughs) down in her notebook (laughs) okay (laughs) full transparency (laughs) It's written in stone. <laughs> um, I said, in my, are you talking about like in my case? Yeah. Sure. Like if you're talking to, cause like some dudes may be like, Oh, she doesn't like country music. 10. But like in my case, if you're a 10 and you don't like country music, you're really probably a four because I like all music. You like country. This is coming from a girl who every time I get in her car, Dan and Shay comes on and I know Dan and Shay is not really country music, but technically they are. Okay. I know they don't sound like country, but that's what sick country sounds like today. Unfortunately, you're not wrong. Don't get offended. Don't act like you're not a country music fan. I don't know what it is about Dan and Shay, but they really just make me happy. Well, I mean, country music makes you happy. Modern day country music makes you happy. Pop music then makes me happy. All right, let's wrap this up. Thank God. <laughs> She's a seven, but she wants to define the relationship immediately. Then she is single. <laughs> Last one. She's a nine, but takes photos of her food every time you go out. And she's a 10. And she's my fiance. <laughs> it's so pretty. Why would you not? Why would I not? I've done it. I've not done it for 31 years. I'm not going to start. Well, you choose to ruin every picture i put up so thank you for that yeah anyways that was fun i had so much fun thanks for playing wasn't really given an opportunity to say no you kind of liked that one though no okay cool um let's talk about the shows we've been watching recently okay i was shocked that you sat down and watched the entire season of the summer i turned pretty with me this past sunday also hung over a little bit, so wasn't going to be moving. You're the opposite person when it comes to being hungover, where most people get like angry and mean when they're hungover and just super tired. You get like giddy and happy and more kind than you ever are when you're hungover. I don't know what that is. I don't know. But I loved it. Don't get used to it because I don't drink very often. That's true. Did you like the show? What did you think? I mean, I don't. A lot of the shows that we watch. And I say it we because I just happen to be in the room. I don't really get a say. So the shows that you watch, it's not that I like them, but like once you start them, I can't not keep seeing what's going, like what's happening. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I need to to pay attention because one day you're going to turn on an episode and I'm going to be completely lost and it's just going to upset me because I don't know what's going on. So I feel like I just, well, I might as well just be invested initially. This happened with Outer Banks too. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if there's a season two, but if she starts watching it, then I have to watch it because I've already seen the first season. 
That made me so happy that you sat through that whole season with me. I was, I thought you were going to make me go in the other room and watch it. The summer I turned pretty. Because oh. sometimes that happens where you physically can't take it anymore. And Dixie and I will go in the other room and we'll watch it. Don't. No. I, Dixie and her will not go in the other room. I have to go in the other room in my own house. You're outnumbered. Two girls to one boy. No. Oh. So, majority rules. Which team are you? Jeremiah or Conrad? Let's settle this debate. Be honest. Um, I mean, listen. If you had to pick a, the perfect one for Belly, who was the main character, who would you pick? Uh, Conrad, because I feel like Jeremiah was like purposefully doing stuff to like sabotage Conrad and like make him not as appealing to what was her Belly. Yeah. I hate that I'm talking about this. I, I hope you know that. that. We have common ground. We have something that all of the ladies are loving right now. It's really big. You saw how many comments I posted about it. I was like, pick a team. People had a lot to say about it. I'm re- also reading the books, and I, I realized that I'm actually reading at a elementary school level right now <laughs> that I'm reading the books, but I'm really Charmed into Club. them. I got to see what happens. I'm not going to reveal anything, but I'm team Conrad because everyone lo- loves a bad boy. Everyone wants the one that they can't get. Like you, everyone wants the one that's like a little makes you like gives you a little bit and just to keep you along and then removes it and takes it away like when have i ever done that to you i'm not talking i'm just i'm just saying in general when you're growing up like that or when you're first starting dating the one that teases you the one that's playing hard to get that's the one you want because it's a challenge and that's what conrad's doing where jeremiah is available he's ready he's easygoing why are you laughing (laughs) you also said while watching this that you can remember the time where the summer that you turned pretty, essentially. I don't ever remember saying that. Not in those words, but basically, you remember the time where girls started noticing you and you started noticing girls. One no, I've always noticed girls. Don't get it twisted. Always notice girls? I'm a, yeah. I used, I, I, it took me until like seventh grade to like want boys to notice me. In sixth grade, I do remember trying to make myself not so attractive. <laughs> So that voice would leave me alone because I wanted to focus on my studies. <laughs> I literally did that. Look where we are. <laughs> she really put that education to work. <laughs> I'm smarter than I appear. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, what summer did you turn pretty? I think it was going into, oh, I'm not going to say turn pretty. I'm going to say handsome was got a little bit more attention from girls was probably going into eighth grade because I was like, I mean, that's when I started like kind of hitting a growth spurt. And then really after my freshman year of high school, I was kind of like done growing and I wasn't little weeby anymore. Did things change to you mentally when you realized that girls started liking you? Did you start acting different or? I mean, I'm sure people I went to school with would tell you differently. I don't think that I... I don't really think that I did. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that you're lying to yourself if you say that that doesn't change you a little bit, like mm-hmm. a little self-confidence. A little boost. A little reassurance from other people. I, my summer I turned pretty was when I got my braces off. It's a big, it's a big step. You never had to have braces. Two, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I wore headgear. No, I did not ever have to have braces. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't have to go through that. No, the weeby kids did. That's insane to me. Hopefully our kids don't have to because that's one of the hardest things is you just for there's a period of time where you just look busted up for a bit with the braces. And some girls had really big teeth so they could wear braces and it looked good. But I have small teeth and I just look like brace face. Mm. Did you watch that show? No. You missed out. Um, so you're team Conrad. Yeah. You said you also watched shows like this growing up so you could peer into the minds of women and what they liked you referenced laguna beach when we were talking about it i don't think i i don't necessarily think i had to watch that to like like study and like i mean you weren't like taking notes while watching but like that's what everyone was watching like i'm sure something seeped in like that was part of how like the girls that are the girls at our school literally like would cater how their personalities and like how they acted towards boys according to those shows, how the, they would like follow the lead of like 
girls from Laguna Beach or the hills or like whatever. 1000%. I remember. Like, I just, they would watch the show and I'm sure they're like, that's so us. Like we do the same thing. Like, no, you don't. I just remember wanting my high school experience to be like that. I We dressed like them. We wore the jean skirts, the popped collared um, polos, the Ugg boots. We, I just dreamed of having like drama with boys and boys asking me out, <laughs> like all of the things that dreamed of being in a love triangle. Like my dream was to be in a love triangle. And I would, I was the type of guy that would make that dream happen for you. You'd be Steven. Um, in that situation. I don't know. You said that he was a player and you liked it. You no, it. I said, I did say I respected it. <laughs> What I said was, I didn't say I liked it. I said, that's what girls liked. So that's what I like. I mean, you kept us coming back. It's it's a great strategy to have, at least for adolescents. Everyone's got to have that experience once in their, in their life. It's a rite of passage. It's not hard. No, it's really not. You just act like you don't care. It was a playbook. I also like didn't do it necessarily like, like intentionally, like fully intentional. Like there's like that area... Or that time period in your life where you're like, yeah, some of my friends have girlfriends and like I see the benefits of that. But I also want to hang with the boys like football season's coming up and like I don't necessarily need a girlfriend, but like I don't want to not be talking to someone. And like the the clash of those two worlds gives birth to the person that I was in high school. A dick? No. <laughs> I'll have to cross-reference that with your sister. Go ahead. She will cooperate. Big words. Look at us. Don't ever. <laughs> question my vocabulary were you team lauren or team Kristen? back then honestly i don't really remember all the drama drama like i remember watching the later seasons where it was like kind of like different people you said you were team lauren the other day you said you liked lauren probably but now looking back with fresh eyes lauren was the problem well steven was really the problem let's be honest i mean i can't talk to you about this because i don't know i don't remember like okay. the details we'll, of we'll it. pull it back we did watch it um coming home one night a little tipsy we did watch it it's on um amazon you can watch it um one other show we started watching this week we're going to try to get back into the bachelorette i'm intrigued by having um two women i'm really just intrigued to see how this is going to go. It's very possible to create a shit show with what they decided to do with casting, having two women, the same amount of guys basically, and just, you know, not really a lot of rules set in place for how it's going to go. You don't think they thought that thought about that? That's yeah. probably that's the exact reason that they've made that show the way that it is. They do know what they're doing. They were like this could either like really work out, which is good, or this could be really bad and be an absolute goat rodeo, which is also good. Yeah. <laughs> They've dealt with a lot of goat rodeos lately. I'm surprised they didn't want just like a nice, even, you know, Tristan, Ryan, OG type of happy ending. Because that doesn't like keep people talking about it until the next season. Like if they just end up happily ever after and like that's the, that's it. And then like people don't, aren't still talking about it until the next season. Like that's all it's about. Makes it hard to believe in love. <laughs> uh, you think? We had uh, Michelle and Nate broke up before the new season even started. Yeah. And they had 200 grand that we don't really know what's going to happen to. So they gave them 200 grand at the end of their season to hopefully help them move in together and hopefully. You know, is that like common knowledge? Yeah, it was on the show. Really? It was at the final rows. They were like, here's a $200,000 check. Because <laughs> wow. I think they were their intention with it was like, we can't have another breakup. Like. We need them. We need this to work. We need a happy ending. No. hundred grand for the boat of them. <laughs> we split C's. I think this is going to be a good one. I hope it is. But you were in and out already. Who is your money on for winning? You liked, um, what's it called? Forklift guy? <laughs> Forklift guy. That's a joke. I was, Why is that a thing? I don't know. It's like a It's like a thing on, on it. it's like a meme thing, like promoting being forklift certified. Like almost like being a bad boy. Like he's forklift certified. Like. He drives a motorcycle. <laughs> I got many DMs being like, oh, my husband's forklift certified. Or He's a highly sought after individual. So if you're looking for the right type of guy, guys, if they say that they're forklift cert certified, I would add that to the pro list versus con. Um, how do you think that you would have been if, say, we didn't meet the way we did and you went on The Bachelorette? What would have been your strategy, you think? Because I feel like you would have actually been pretty successful. You have a lot of the makings of a good contestant 
I don't think I, I honestly don't think I would have like if, like if we're being completely honest, I don't think I would have lasted long. Really? Yeah. You would have been quiet. No, I don't think I would have been quiet. I don't think I would have followed the rules of the producers. <laughs> try to like lead me into talking about things that I don't necessarily want to talk about or telling me when I should talk about certain aspects of my life. Like I would be like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to do that. And they would probably be like, okay, well, why don't you just go? <laughs> I think in those situations, but you have a really good story that they would want to hear about. They would, I, if I'm imagining myself on your season, if I was your producer or a producer, I would put you on the first date. So you like, didn't really get to talk to the guys yet. You didn't really know how it went. So then you were on the first date and you got to tell your story and you were a front runner from the beginning. That's the way that you would have been successful versus like letting you steam. Cause I don't think you would have been, you would have had to have that connection really quickly. Cause if you saw all the guys like freaking out about this one girl and like, you didn't have a connection, you'd be like, eh, I'm good. I'm going to leave. Uh, I'm going to go home. Cause this is weird. It's gotten very weird. I don't know. I don't know what I thought this was going to be, but it's definitely not that. <laughs> That would have been my strategy. What do you think makes you said the other day it was funny that you would just your entrance in the limo would be tell them. I'll just be like, just go walk straight past them and just be like, you, you'll find me. I'll be inside. You'll find me inside. And then just be like looking at each other like, what? I'll be right back. <laughs> Can we just one second? Yeah. Say you know, like did he even say his name? Very bad boy style of doing going about it. I honestly wish I know this would be weird since we are together, but I wish that I would have had you in my ear helping me out through my season. I just need someone to like coach me like that. <laughs> I don't think I would have even done it as like out of arrogance. I would have just been like, I don't know, I would have thought that that's funny and they probably would have taken it as arrogance and then I would have been fucked. And then like, they would have been like, send him home now. (laughs) (laughs) No, you would have been the villain for sure. No, I wouldn't because I don't play into that. Like it happens to people without talked about me and you took your time to talk about me. I'd be like, dude, I don't know you. We've all known each other for a week. Remember? (laughs) Like I never understood that. Like I get it because dudes are desperate and girls are desperate to like stay on the show and like, if they really do find this person attractive and like want to get to know them, I can see them getting desperate and like start talking about people. But like you don't know anything about these people. And if you did, you probably find out that you probably like each other. You probably would probably hang out. You'd be friends. But instead they put them in this like high pressure environment. You get one, one person to try to court 32. What is it? 32 dudes or whatever. Like you're all trying to go after this one girl or two girls in this case doesn't really make it any better. And they're expecting dudes to like act civil. Actually, I take that back. They're not expecting them to act civil. They're expecting them to be idiots and like assholes. And they do that. They play right into that. So if someone was talking bad about you in the house and you found out about it, would you just be like, I don't know you. So it doesn't matter. You would probably react. I'd say, dude, keep talking about me. Like keep my name in your mouth to her. I don't care, but you can make up whatever you want because you're going to take your entire time talking about me. And then I'm also going to take my entire time talking about me. So see, this is why I think you would be so good at the show. I mean, now it's easy for me to say that sitting here. Like it's easy for me to not like want to put hands on somebody who's like talking about me. But at the same time, that would be so funny to me for like the bachelorette. I think that's where it would end for me. I really do. I think I would get brought in, like somebody would say something about me. I would get brought in and this, whoever the girl would be, let's say it's you, you would confront me about it. I would start laughing. Like if it wasn't true, I'd be like, listen, I don't know who said that, but they obviously like did not, they don't, they don't know anything about me. And I would take it as like a joke and they'd be like, oh, this is a funny one. You just leave. And then I would be like, I think you're right. I think I should just leave because this is. <laughs> you would have no skin in the game. I probably wouldn't even appear on an episode. That's how quick. Like, they would just be like, yeah, don't even. We'll just say that there was 31 dudes. Like, <laughs> delete this guy out. Delete him out of it. It doesn't. He didn't. Yeah. I think that's how it would go. I still think that you would do well. Though. I don't. I think they could. Because you'd be outspoken when they needed you to be outspoken. And they'd be like, keep him around. I mean, I would be outspoken throughout the entire process but it would probably get to the point where like it's not even i guess what i'm saying is uh, they wouldn't get much out of me 
like they're not i don't think they would get like a big rise like you see out of some of the other guys who like like puff their chest out get all up in somebody's face and then like off camera are crying about that same situation and like just how it hurt them and like how they're here for the right reasons and somebody else is messing it all up and it's like but it's been a week <laughs> it's been a couple of nights a lot happened everybody just breathe no one's sleeping you're on top of each other. You have to play all these dumb games in the speedo. A lot happens in a week. It get very frustrating. I just don't. I don't. Like the more I thought about it over the years, the more I would never. I don't think I can do it. Did anyone ever submit you as a contestant? No, I mean, not that I'm aware of. I mean, if they had, they would have called you. So I guess not. I mean, unless they looked at the application like, that's not who we're looking for. You know what? We'll never know. We will never know. Because we're getting married. <laughs> If you didn't know. Can't wait. So yeah, we're going to be watching this season. I'm here for the drama. I hope it's a good one. I feel like I didn't watch Clayton's season. I really don't know anything about Gabby or Rachel, but I have high hopes for them. And I think they're cool girls. And I love a good cool girl. And I think they're girls' girls. And I just hope that they find what they're looking for. We need a success story. It's been a long time. There's constant mess with the show, but we need, we need some success. I honestly think... It becomes more watchable to the majority of people the more messy that it gets. That's what frustrated me about the show, though. It's like I wanted to have a genuine experience, and every day there was more mess and more like things that we had to talk about. Even with Paradise, it was just like constantly bullshit that I like in the real world, I wouldn't care about at all. But you're forced to care about it and you're forced to talk about it because that's the only thing that we're like we're talking about for the day, for the week. That's what pissed me off the most. That's what makes it really hard to actually form really genuine conversations or genuine connections because you're just forced to talk about all the bullshit that's happening. Yeah. So let's end this on. Nick, you want to give us one last living thought or piece of advice? I actually shook my head <laughs> like this when she said, do you want to do a last leading thought? And I said, no. and then she proceeded to go, okay, Nick, so let's end it with one last leading thought. So here's my last leading thought. If you're going to travel... <laughs> try to drive if you can if you have to fly fly direct if you can't fly direct expect the unexpected because airports are an absolute circus right now and i don't see that changing anytime soon hopefully but i don't know if it will and get clear while you're at it yeah this you know free ad but no free ads typically but you can download it from your phone as you're walking to the security line yeah. as I did that one day. Yeah. Happy travels. Happy summer. Have a great rest of July before Nick comes back. Thank you so much for visiting. Not like I'm not going to see you in five minutes, but I'm going to get yelled at the second this podcast is over. We didn't have any fights this time. We no. did pretty well, good. We'll see. Yeah, it's still early in the day. The night is still young but I had fun and that's what matters. So thanks for coming on. We love you. Um, I'm speaking for my audience and I don't know about that. I'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. Before you go guys, make sure that you rate review, subscribe. It helps me to grow and helps everyone to get to hear Nick out there in the world. I, I don't have a, uh, All right. just follow Sydney. I don't have a, <laughs> no online presence. Yeah. His bio says private figure. <laughs> Which, yeah, first time listener, long time caller. Exactly I mean, come on. That's exactly what you are. I know. I'm a troll. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you on the next one. Peace. That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review and follow as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode. And one thing you can share in the meantime this podcast obviously send it to a friend who needs some inspiration or give us some love on social media and tag us at something to share podcast on instagram and i'll see you next wednesday